0: welcome survivors burnout community and those just interested it's kelly bubolts owner trainer and burnout prevention mentor at KB training connections burnout is not taboo it's a reality in this fast paced society but we are not going to let it drive the narrative to our stories we are going to do something about it so let's dig in so like shelly said i'm kelly bubolts i'm owner trainer and burnout prevention mentor KB to training solutions and the first question i always get is what is a burnout prevention mentor? And really it's just my own journey. And I've been to trainings, I've been to clinics, I've been to workshops. I was an HR leader. So I love those things. And no one ever teaches you balance. No one teaches you how to do it all. So I kept moving up the ladder. I kept having children and I changed nothing. I changed no habits. And on the outside, I was performing. But on the inside, my resiliency armor was slowly bending, creeping, um, cracking and opening wide for stressors to just start punching me in the face. So eventually, over these six years, I started having symptoms, I started having signs, and I ignored them, right? You have kids, things start falling apart. You get mommy brain. And doctors literally told me that, mommy brain. And what I didn't realize is these were all signs that my body was saying, stop, I need help. I need balance. I ignored it. High-paced society, right? Well, the pandemic hit. And an HR man, did we take a hit? If you know an HR person, please reach out to them. They are not okay. And I hit rock bottom. In March of 2021, I was down 40 pounds, no longer could digest food. I had rashes all over my body from my liver shutting down. I couldn't release toxins anymore. Um, In the afternoons, I would have flu-like symptoms, fevers, fatigue, because my adrenal gland basically shut off. I could not think, I could not remember things. Someone would say something in a meeting, I would walk out of the meeting, not even know who was in the meeting. Complete cognitive failure. My body shut down. By the time I got hooked up with the right doctors in holistic health, I basically was on a two month road to complete body failure. He was surprised my heart didn't fail by then because all the rest of the support organs to my heart were failing. So how did I get here? I was a leader in my organization. I was a leader in HR. I was the person people wanted to be. You know, I got the country home, the homestead, the beautiful children. How did I get here? I have thick skin. I did all the trainings. I did all the things. How did I get here? And you can build armor. You're not born with it, right? So you can build it, but if you get those sucker punches over and over again, how are you rebuilding it? What are you doing daily to make sure that armor is strong? So what I found out is, with all these changes, I wasn't rebuilding my armor. I wasn't doing new coding. When it would get bent in, I wouldn't fix it. So I'm gonna go through just a little snapshot of what I do now in my days to rebuild my armor every day. And these small actions and habits are gonna change how the day goes on the next 24 hours. These small action and habits aren't like big, complete diet changes. They just set up your day and then you feel like you can take on whatever comes because guess what? After the pandemic, there's gonna be a new stressor, just like there were stressors before the pandemic. And guess what? My children will go older and new stressors are gonna come in. So we need to constantly build up this armor to be prepared for it. So I have eight tips. It was really hard to only get eight tips out. Like I have hundreds and hundreds of things to tell you, but let's go with eight tips to set up your day. So in the first 24 hours, here's what I want you to do. And most of these things you can change literally tomorrow. So the first one is don't hit the snooze. All right, that's your first excuse of the day. And I know you've probably heard that before, but literally you can reach your subconscious mind in the first 15 minutes of waking up. Your subconscious runs 95% of your actions. So if you hit that snooze, guess what? Later in the day when you pack that beautiful lunch for your healthy behavior, mm, I don't feel like eating that lunch today. Ooh, I don't feel like going to the gym today. Oh, I don't feel like talking to that difficult person you make excuses the rest of the day. You set yourself up for excuses the rest of the day. So when that alarm goes off, boom, you are on a bed. Do not start your first excuse of the day. Number two, no phone. I am the hugest offender of that. There are two things you're gonna do when you pick up your phone. You're gonna check emails or you're gonna go on social media or news. You are automatically now in response mode the rest of the day. You just got your kick of dopamine, which is the pleasure hormone from email response Or community, whatever's going on in the community, whatever the news wants to feed you, response. So guess what the body wants the rest of the day? Social media, news, and response emails. You have no control of your day. I dislike when people say, we don't have any control right now, we don't have any control. We have so much in our control. Is there factors, big factors that are affecting us right now that we don't? Absolutely, but guess what? All these little actions and habits are in your control and you're choosing to throw them away. So no phone in the morning. I know this tip and I still fall back in that vicious cycle. That is the biggest stress addiction that I can say that any generation struggles with. So make it disappear. Get an old fashioned alarm clock if you have to, just make it disappear. Don't go in response phone. Number three, water. There's many reasons for this and Shelly's gonna get into the body mechanics a little bit more. I am not a health professional, but when I switch to a cup of water in the morning before I have coffee or anything, a lot of things change digestively, like that. all that settlement from the night, you got flushed out. I got hydrated for my first thing in the morning. I got that sense of progress that I did something healthy for myself today. And guess what? Later on in the day, I followed suit with more water or more healthy habits. So in the spectrum of burnout and energy, the only way back to energy is progress in something. It doesn't have to be big, giant you know, diplomas and stuff. It just has to be progress in something. So that's my progress item is I drink water in the morning before coffee. It also gives you the liquid that your body's craving. And suddenly you want to drink less caffeine, which is also good for the body. So water before caffeine, number four movement. Oh, I am not a morning person. I do not want to move in the morning. Do not tell me to exercise those people that exercise in the morning. I was like, how, like, are you from another planet? Like, how did you come to be? Why are you so happy? I literally have three beautiful blonde-haired, blue-eyed children that come and give me love right away in the morning. And I'm like, don't touch me, don't talk to me. I just don't wanna be touched in the morning, right? Well, what I learned in my burnout recovery is in the morning, you can set up the next 24 hours of your hormone rhythm, of your digestive system, of the circulation to your body, and as someone whose body completely shut down, I was like, I need to do something. I need to take it to the next level. And all the doctors, all my holistic doctors, said, "You need to start doing something in the morning: stretching, yoga. Um, if if you want to work out, you know, weightlifting or or cardio, or something just getting circulation in the body." I was like, uh, I'm not a morning person." Well, around the holidays, when all those new stressors came in, I started seeing myself slip back to burnout symptoms, everything else. It's like, I need to do something. So I was like, the only thing that is a real big game changer that I haven't done is movement in the morning. So I tried stretching and I wanted to go back to bed. It wasn't active enough. I tried working out from home and I would end up doing house tours or getting my kids ready for school, which they already had my spouse taking care of them. So I had to remove myself from the house. So guess what? I got a gym membership close by. And I would go to the gym and I literally would hate myself as I sat in my car outside that gym and being like, it's so cold in Wisconsin right now. It's like single digits and I don't want to be here. But the moment I would walk in that gym, I was like, dang girl, you are doing more than most people right now. Dang girl, you are taking care of yourself. Dang girl, you are getting rid of all the stress from the last 24 hours. You are supporting yourself so you do not go back into the darkness of burnout, which is a dark place to be. You do not want to be there. And man, I will tell you within two weeks, I was there for like half hour to 45 minutes weightlifting. Within two weeks, I craved going to the gym in the morning. My mindset changed. I felt like all that mommy brain and cloudness and fog and zombie wound was out of my brain. Like clear and crisp and productive days. I felt digestively ready for the day. I felt like I actually wanted to eat healthy instead of forcing it. Just so many things changed. And then I realized I'm not a morning person because I told myself, for years and years and years, that I'm not a morning person. I don't know if that came from my family. I don't know if that came from my friends. I don't know if that came from social norms that, like, you don't want to be that person that ever. out in the morning, I don't know where that came from. But once I said, "Man, I feel good after I work out in the morning. The rest of the day goes so smoothly. In the afternoon, I don't need caffeine." I wanted more. I wanted more. So that's what I started telling myself: is Kelly, if you go work out in the morning when it's really cold and you don't want to go out of bed, this is everything that happens to you. The next 24 hours. So that's what I started focusing on. So be aware of the power of the mindset. It can be your amigo and your enemy. So movement in any shape or form five journal. This was hard for me. So I started with a product productivity journal off of like Amazon, ask some mindset questions, but basically you want to take whatever's in your brain and start dumping it in words. When you have to do that, you get you see some Mickey stuff and you see some really good stuff and you can start seeing progress. I started to see myself go up in weights at the dim. I started to see myself, wow, I'm eating a lot healthier than I thought I was. Progress, you're proving your brain, progress. Again, we wanna move back to energy. You can also do gratitude, you can do mindset work. Um, you basically just wanna reflect on what's going on instead of just leaving all that muck in your brain. The, the coolest thing I've tried is mirror image questions. You can also do that if you don't wanna write in a notebook. Look at yourself in the mirror and ask yourself some questions. Ugh. It's going to be ugly at first. I, I I even ask myself when I fall back into some habits, like, what are you doing? I heal at myself in the mirror. Like, what are you doing, Kelly? You're going right back. You literally have a business around this now and you are doing unhealthy habits. What are you doing? And just those like comments to yourself, to your soul um, can change it. Also, you could do encouraging comments. So if you're wondering what are mirror image questions, Google it. Say mirror image questions for working mops. Mirror image questions for overwhelmed um, leaders. Hundreds and hundreds of beautiful questions that you ask yourself in the mirror. And the cool thing is the brain is programmed to respond to that mirror image question because we're mirror image creatures. When someone yawns, we yawn. When someone smiles, we wanna smile. So believe in the power of the mirror. All right, number six, grounded action. This came from my leadership coaching. If I would ask leaders, if I would take away all your roles and responsibilities, what would you be doing? They don't know. If I would take away all your roles and responsibilities of a parent, what would you be doing for a couple minutes in the morning? What is your grounded action to just like be Be in silence, be away from screens, just be with yourself? And like I said, in the beginning, that can be a little ugly when you have to sit with yourself in silence, especially if you haven't done work in a long time. It was for me at least. But now for a couple minutes in the morning with a crazy household and three kids trying to get off to school and daycare I will take a cup of coffee and just sit by the table that looks at a bird feeder and um in spring when the flowers are blooming it's just the couple minutes to just stay grounded and just know that I'm safe that I'm okay that no matter who's screaming in the background and crawling on me that I have this moment to myself and That's what you wanna do for self care. You don't wanna wait six months for when you go on a vacation to Mexico. You wanna do daily resiliency habits to be building up this armor. Doesn't have to be 15 minutes, doesn't have to be a giant bath, just look outside. And when it's nice out, 100% get outside. I will sit on my deck, listen to the birds chirping, waking up and it is like mother nature is exchanging energy with me. Okay, so what is your grounded action? Number seven. What is your commute mindset? If you work from home, I want you to go out to my website after this, and there's a podcast episode on how you transition to you know, working from home mode back to home mode. But your commute mindset, what are you doing on your way to work? Are you just stirring in all the stressors that already happened this morning, the 15 minutes it took your kids to get the shoes on? No, line up some great inspiring podcasts, line up some inspiring jacked up music, like 90s dance party, And you will see your whole mentality change when you get to work. But if you're going to listen to like sad, soppy music, it's going to feed into your thoughts. If you're going to listen to angry, like, uh, no wonder we're all in burnout because of all our our employers don't care about us. Guess what? That's what you're going to think about the rest of the day. So line up your commute playlists ahead of time, so that you're set up for the day. And then the eighth and the final one is we're going to work the mindset when we walk through the door, that door frame is gonna be your affirmation. Do you walk through the door and you say, here we go again. Do you walk through that door and you say, oh, I wonder what's gonna happen today, here's another day. Walk through that door and say, how am I gonna make an impact today? Walk through that door and say, who am I excited to see today? Walk through that door and say, man, I am jacked up for that meeting because we're gonna make some changes around here. Or, hey, I had an awesome morning, I'm gonna have an awesome day. What are you gonna do when you walk through that steel or that door frame? Because your brain's gonna look for proof. And if you don't believe me, I want you to try a green light, red light challenge when you go to work. I want you to count how many green lights you hit on the way to work. When you get to work in that parking lot, just say, how many green lights did I hit? Don't go through your whole row, just spew it out, okay? Now I want you to ask, how many red lights did I hit? Your brain will have a hard time remembering the red lights that you hit because your brain is always looking for proof of your thoughts. So if you don't believe that, have you ever looked for a new car and model and suddenly saw it all around the roads? And you're like, where did all these cars come from? Your brain is looking for proof of your thoughts. So use that as momentum to start moving yourself into a positive mindset. So those eight, it was really hard to narrow those down, but don't hit the snooze. No phone in the morning. Drink a cup of water. Do some movement, even as little as stretching. Journal. Grounded action. Figure out your ground. What is your base? And that's, that, that might be some identity searching, right? Um, what is there gonna be your commute routine to get in the mindset? And then what door trigger questions are you gonna ask yourself to set your day? These are the little things that are gonna repair your armor, close up the gaps, get rid of the Achilles heels. And they're so small and they cost nothing, right? So if you're interested in other services that I do, um, I do a lot of burnout prevention, building resiliency courses right now um, for obvious reasons. I do team building inside workforces and communication. And then I also do leadership coaching. So if you're interested, there's a lot of freebies on my website. You cannot recover from burnout with prescriptions, procedures, or surgery. Come join a holistic community that specializes in burnout to begin your recovery. Each month, for only $10, get a specialist lecture, worksheets, and action planning delivered right to your email. Take it from a burnout survivor when I say, your recovery begins with just one action step. Burnout is a confusing and lonely journey. I want you to know you're not alone. I hope to see you here again for more recovery tips and education. If you enjoyed this episode, please share with your family and friends. If no one shared the word burnout with me, I don't know where I would be today.